great expectations about college. I just knew I was going to make my lifelong friends, go on exciting adventures, and I was going to finally apply myself and do well in school. But as I lay in my hospital bed, midway through second semester of freshman year, I had some time to reflect. Freshman year wasn't going so well. <laughs> I had taken classes that I thought a character in a movie might take, classes that I wasn't interested in. I took American government, I took calculus, and I ended up getting an F, a D, and two Cs that semester. My social life, on the other hand, that was going well. I had a lot of friends. But as I lay in that hospital bed, I realized I hated pretty much all of them. <laughs> all anybody wanted to do was stay in the dorm room and smoke, weed or cigarettes. I didn't smoke. I hated smoking. And all I, we would just sit in this tiny 10 by 6 dorm room, and I would just breathe in these vapors of this disgusting substance just to be friends with these people. The reason I was in the hospital was that two weeks prior, I had burned myself really badly. You know those hot plates that you're not supposed to have in dorm rooms? <laughs> yeah. So I had one in my dorm room. And I was making pasta. And at a really bad moment, somebody knocked on the door, and I, I turned, and I dumped it over my ankle. And it had become infected. And so I was in the hospital for five days. And so I had five days to think about all my, my friendships. And none of these friends came to visit me once during my hospital stay. In fact, they had taken my car without my permission up skiing in Vermont three hours away. <laughs> year, I enrolled in a semester in Madrid, and I was placed with a host family with two other American girls, and their names were Jen and Denise. And none of us knew each other beforehand. We were all from different parts of the country. And Jen and I, we hit it off immediately. She was so funny. I never laughed so hard in my life. We, used to, we had similar interests. We would go out all the time. Denise, on the other hand, she had this Eeyore personality, kind of... I don't want to go out. Oh, you guys always go out without me. Didn't like her. Didn't care. So Jen and I, we had a blast. This was before the euro. So the Spanish peseta was the currency. And the American dollar was really strong against peseta. We would go to the ATM and we would take out 100,000 pesetas. <laughs> and I, I don't know that I knew how much it was. I think it's somewhere from like $500 to $800. And we would take that out and we would just spend that. And that's what we would do. And Jen and I, we would go out to eat, we would go to bars, we'd travel to Portugal, we traveled to London. And even though our host family was supposed to cook us dinners, we just never ate them. We would always go out to restaurants. And so two months into this four months abroad semester, I was out of money. <laughs> bad about myself for that 
because my dad had given me $2,000. And I don't know how I spent that much so quickly. That was really weird. <laughs> and I wasn't doing well in my classes again. I had, again, taken classes I thought maybe a, a movie character would take. I took <coughs> economics, I took Greek literature, I took Spain under Franco's era, and I took <laughs> Spanish his, art history. And of those four classes, I was passing one of them, and that was Spanish art history, and that was because I had taken the exact same course in high school. <laughs> and even with that, I was getting a C minus. <laughs> So I felt bad about myself for that, I felt bad about the money, and it was, you know, mid early November and I decided to go home, you know. Spain had a lot of national holidays, I had never had any clue what we were celebrating, but we had three days off from school, so I, I went home to sort of recalibrate, I was homesick, I was 19 years old. And so I went home and I apologized to my parents. I am so sorry, I don't know how I spent all of your money that quickly. <laughs> Please, I need some. I need something. I will. I will be responsible this time. I will eat at home. I'm just gonna go to classes and eat. I'm not gonna do anything else. And so my dad gave me three hundred more dollars, and he put it into my bank account. And another thing that happened on that trip was that I won a hundred dollars on a scratch it ticket, which was awesome. And so when I got back to Madrid, I cashed that hundred dollars in for pesetas, and I was going to only spend that money. That's all I'm going to spend. I'm going to eat. Maybe I'll even give my, my, my dad back money at the end of the semester. And so after about a week of just spending my, my earnings on scratch it tickets, I checked my bank account, expecting to have about 320 or so, I wasn't sure, and I had $130. And that was weird because I hadn't actually touched my debit card since my dad had put $300 into my account. And the only conclusion I could come to was that somebody was stealing from me. And I didn't want to come to this conclusion, but that was the only thing that made sense. And as you looked at my bank account online, within the past week, when I hadn't used my debit card, somebody had withdrawn $100 from this bank called Banco Pastor. I, I had never heard of. And so not wanting to jump to conclusions, I went home and I went to check out this bank and I saw it and I realized like, yeah, I have never been to this bank before in my life. And if you looked at my bank account transactions, there had been withdrawals from this bank since September. Somebody had been stealing from me this whole entire time I was in Spain. And so it took me a few days to process this, I became very withdrawn. I didn't, had no appetite, didn't want to eat, didn't want to talk to anybody. I was ignoring my roommates as hard as I possibly could because I knew it was them. My two roommates, they were the only ones who had access to my debit card and they were the only ones who knew my PIN code. And now, they knew my PIN code because I told them my PIN code. <laughs> I was very open with the information, and it was very obvious. My favorite TV show at the time was Beverly Hills 90210. My pin code was 90210. <laughs> it is no longer my pin code. <laughs> <laughs>
So obviously one of them had been stealing from me. I didn't know which one, and I really just like didn't care. I became so withdrawn and just like I didn't want to deal with anything. And during this couple days where I was processing and silent and very withdrawn, neither Jen or Denise asked me what was going on, not even once, which just made me sort of convict both of them in my mind. They were both guilty. They didn't care. And I wanted to go home. I was failing three of my classes, didn't care if I failed the fourth class or not. So I went to the student programs coordinator the following Monday, and I said, I need to leave. I need to get out of here. How do I leave? Can I take my Spanish exam early? I don't care if I can't, but just let me know if I can. <laughs> and she said, I think I might know why you want to leave early. And I was like, oh, why is that? And she said that moments before I had come to her office, Denise had been in her office, and she had been asking sort of general questions around what might happen to a student if they were caught stealing from another student. <laughs> so that was interesting. It was obviously Denise, but we devised this plan to get her to confess. I guess, I guess Jen could have been incorporated, I don't know. And so we decided to tell them that we had talked to the bank and they had video cameras and we were going to be reviewing the tapes the next day. Now obviously this wasn't true. This was Spain. <laughs> they probably don't have video cameras today. But somehow it worked and I told the girls, you know what, I'm going to know who it is tomorrow. You might as well confess. And that was when Denise confessed. And it turned out she had also stolen $100 from Jen. Denise got kicked out of school the very next day, and she got sent home. And her family had to pay my family back the $800 that she had stolen. The $800 that I hadn't noticed that she had stolen. <laughs> and she also paid back Jen. And by this point, Jen and I were still friends, but honestly, the way she reacted when I was upset sort of damaged our relationship. And it, there was no point in repairing it. We lived, she lived in Texas. I lived in Massachusetts. It didn't really matter. So I went home, and I re-enrolled at school in Boston. And this time, I took classes that I was actually interested in. I took an intro to video production class. And I took a writing class. And I ended up getting straight A's that semester, and from then on, and I ended up graduating cum laude. That same semester, I met Heather, who became my best friend very quickly, and is still my best friend today, 15 years later. So I made my lifelong friend, I started doing well in classes, and Heather and I have been on very, a lot of exciting adventures together. We've actually studied abroad twice our junior year, and I'm pretty sure she's never stolen from me. 